0: Reverse mortgage funding's bankruptcy highlights industry liquidity risks. A dark night of the soul leads one mortgage professional to diversify. And what causes retirees to sell their homes? These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of February 13th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Reverse mortgage professionals know that the home equity conversion mortgage can in fact be a godsend for tens of thousands of senior homeowners. The Urban Institute concurs saying that many would be unable to maintain their standard of living if it were not for the HECM. However, in its January 24th column, Urban Institute notes that the recent bankruptcy of reverse mortgage funding or RMF exposes weaknesses in the HECM lending program. And one issue is while Ginnie Mae has been a benefit for the Hackam, it has also been a source of a problem which brought down RMF. Urban points out in their report, unlike Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, Ginnie Mae does not purchase loans from lenders but guarantees the mortgage-backed securities that a lender creates from pools of loans insured by the FHA and that poses a potential liquidity risk. Case in point, Ginnie Mae requires that a lender purchase or buy back all HECMs in the Ginnie Mae pool once they reach 98% of the home's initial appraised value. The next step is for that lender to assign those loans that they bought back from Ginnie Mae to FHA for reimbursement. One challenge noted in the report are one in five HECM loans that are not assignable to FHA. The FHA will not accept assignment of any loan with delinquent taxes or insurance payments, forcing the servicer to sort through and resolve any outstanding borrower obligations first, nor will the FHA accept the assignment of a loan in which the borrower has vacated the home or passed away, forcing the servicer to foreclose on their estate, sell the home, and then file a claim with the FHA for the cost of buying out the loan of the pool. All that takes months or years to resolve during which time the loan sits on the servicer's balance sheet while the servicer covers the taxes, insurance, and maintenance costs, says the Urban Institute's report. They also note that RMF did have a sizable portfolio, which went back to as early as 2006, and because of a longer period of accumulated negative amortization, which of course will drive up the loan balance, a disproportionate number of RMF's loans were reaching that buyback threshold of 98%. The Urban Institute noted that several other large Heckam servicers could face a similar challenge with an aged cohort of loans. So what is the solution? The Urban Institute says to have FHA accept the assignment of all Heckam loans automatically once they are bought out from the Genie May, and then to allow the original servicer to continue servicing the loan post-assignment. That, they say, would reduce a time a lender or servicer would have to float the expense of the buyback while also waiting for reimbursement from FHA. Instead of allowing the automatic assignment to FHA, would relieve a financial burden on servicers. In The Real Dark Night of the Soul, F. Scott Fitzgerald once wrote, It is always 3 o'clock in the morning, day after day. So begins a recent column in Mortgage Professionals of America. That line resonates with Gerald E. Robinson, who left the world of retail for the mortgage industry. And he explains, I was a sales manager and a general manager for a large big box retailer, and retail had begun to affect my family life. I rolled in at 3 in the morning one day, and I told my wife I was going to quit. Did he have another job lined up, she asked, wondering about the future for the family that included two kids? I got three months reserve, and we'll go from there, was his best answer. So, in 2001, he made the move to work with a friend who had a mortgage brokerage. By October 2010, he purchased that brokerage house from the owner and continues to work for First Choice Mortgage Company in Idaho to this day, now as a broker owner. And he works with four others under him and posted $44 million in volume across 137 units last year. Now, here's where reverse mortgage professionals may want to take note. When the Great Recession hit in 2008, Robinson was prepared. In fact, he fared better than most, having already set aside capital reserves, but most importantly, having developed diversified sources of business. In 2020, as the massive stimulus and interest rate cuts boosted home values and refinances and also mortgage applications, he pivoted because he knew those current market conditions would not last. He recounts his pivot, the way so many chased refis during the recently passed record-breaking refi boom is a case in point of what not to do to the exclusion of other things, saying, that wasn't the low-hanging fruit, that was fruit on the ground, and all you had to do is walk by and pick it up. That's how easy refinances were. I've always told my loan officers and always realized that you can't have all your eggs in one basket. You have to be diversified. And you have to be able to do purchase refinances, home equity lines of credit, new construction loans, and reverse mortgages. Robinson often reminds his loan officers of the importance of diversification, saying you must have a full basket of eggs. And when one line of business begins to drop off, the others typically pick up. It was an off period where we had purchases that were super heavy and refinances that were super heavy. It was a very, very good ride, and it will probably never, ever happen again. What causes retirees to sell their homes, and in which cities are they most likely to do so? That was a question addressed in a recent column in Yahoo Finance, saying retirees do have the most to lose in today's housing market because their homes are probably their biggest asset and also their greatest source of net worth because they usually live on a fixed income and cannot afford to play with risk. So when they move in waves to sell their homes, it prompts the question, what causes a retiree to sell their home? And usually the answer leads to personal territory. Sean Cochran, a broker and realtor of eXp Realty, shared with Go Banking Rates a few of the common reasons that retirees do sell their home. One is downsizing, many opt for a smaller home that requires less upkeep. Next is finances some sell their home to access the equity built up over time and make their retirement income stretch further. Also, there are health issues, which may cause one to sell their home and move in with another family member or go to a facility where they can get care. And last is relocation. They may want to live closer to family or move into a market which has a lower cost of living. With that in mind, Yahoo Finance says here are just a few of the cities that are expected to be the biggest markets for retirees selling their homes in 2023, according to Nscope Predictive Analytics Report. First is Santa Fe, New Mexico, and the percentage of properties predicted to be listed for sale is 17.6%, and the median sale price in December was 553000 plus. Retirees could make a slight profit in that area. According to Redfin. the median home price is up 0.6% year-over-year. Year. Then there's Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Florida. The percentage of properties predicted to be listed for sale is 18.2%, and the median sale price in December was 394000 why would they be leaving Florida? Most people like to move there in their retirement. Well, maybe for the profits. Then there's Myrtle Beach, Conway, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, North Carolina. There's about 19.3 percent of the properties expected to list, and the median sales price in December was 460 thousand. According to Redfin, the median home sales price is up 42.7 percent year over year. By the way, that market is highly inflated and is expected to crash. Then there's Prescott Valley, Prescott, Arizona, and there is the percentage of properties expected to list in 2023 for sale is 21.5% and the median sale price in December was $440,000. So if you are in the Heckam for purchase market, if that's an area that you specialize in and you work in these areas, perhaps there is an ideal condition for right-sizing. Just a thought, a very interesting article which you can look up on Yahoo Finance. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckum World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Don't forget, Apple users, you can also listen and subscribe on iTunes. If you have not visited HeckumWorld.com, be sure to go there. You can find our weekly video commentary and analysis blog articles and our monthly top 100 retail Heckum Lenders report. Until we meet again, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.